Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free, which is great. And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer all in one. And it is the platform that I use to host and upload my podcast. They will distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can also make money from your podcast through Anchor with no minimum listenership, which is lit. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So... Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks, Anchor. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to Acting My Age. Happy freaking Wednesday. Happy hump day. <laughs> I've literally never said that phrase before. Happy hump day. Um, but yeah, that's what it is. Happy Wednesday. I'm so glad you guys are tuning in. I'm very, very excited about today's episode. It just feels good. I was not even planning to record this topic today, but I just found myself reading and learning a lot more about manifestation this morning. So I was like, you know what? I'm just really feeling it. I'm feeling this topic. I've learned a lot just in the last couple hours um, that I wanted to share with you guys. And actually this idea came to be because on my podcast Instagram, Acting My Age Podcast, I posted asking you guys what you wanted to hear for upcoming episodes. And someone commented saying, I think an episode on manifestation would be really, really cool. So that's what I'm doing. If you guys are not following the Instagram, you really should because it's going to be very interactive. It's a place to talk about all the episodes. It's a place for you guys to suggest new topics and yeah, it's just really cool. So make sure you're following it. Yeah. So this episode is all about manifestation. What the hell is it, Rohini? What are you talking about? Okay, let's get into it. First time I saw you, I all the time. So, um, I am fairly new to the concept or the term, uh, manif- manifesting or manifestation. Um, but I realized that basically my whole life, my parents kind of talked about it and I realized that I low key grew up around, around manifesting what you want. I just didn't know that was the term. They never said like, we're going to work on manifesting. Like they never said that. So it's kind of interesting now to think back and, some of the phrases and things my parents would say, I'm like, oh shit, this is like straight out of the the book I was reading. Um, so why I've just been into it recently is because, um, I've just been getting into my, I've been tuning into my spiritual side lately. Um, I think many of us can relate to the feeling of like chaos going on. It feels like the world is out of control kind of, and like the lack of control with COVID and like having to stay home and quarantine, at least for me, when I feel like I have no control with like the world or what's going on, I have to focus on where I do have control and I have to get better control over my own emotions. So I feel like spiritual shit has really helped me feel like I have better control. Being able to like harness my emotions and my actions and all that. Because honestly, it was getting kind of dark during quarantine. Like I just wasn't feeling so good. 
my like thoughts were getting super negative. I was waking up feeling really blah, which is not like the, the usual way that I wake up feeling. Um, so I kind of had to do some, do some work to figure out what would make me feel better, I guess. Yeah. Manifesting is one of the things I've been learning about. And obviously the concept, I don't, I don't want to jump all around, but the concept of manifesting is like, like all of us know it. All of us have had experiences with it. We just didn't know that that's what it was, you know? Um, so learning that and realizing that I'm like, whoa, cause I was thinking about different times in my past where I've manifested something. So yeah, anyway, I'll get on, I'll get into that in a second, but there's a lot of different schools of thought and like ways to go about learning about this topic. And before I get into it, I'm just going to say, if you're not down with spiritual stuff, you might have a hard time with this episode. Um, I think you guys probably know by now that I'm pretty into it. And yeah, it's just something that I like learning about. So if this episode isn't for you, if you're not down to learn about it, that's totally cool. Um, but I promise I will try to keep it as non woo woo <laughs> as possible because I really do, the more I'm learning about it, I really do think this concept is firmly planted in reality. Like the word even kind of has like a negative connotation now. I feel like like manifestation, it sounds really like we're just gonna like do our yoga and sip our green juice and like manifest what we want. Like I really don't think now that I'm learning more, I really don't think that is the core essence of what this means. Um, so just bear with me. Um, I would appreciate you guys just like being open to learning more because that's that's what it's all about. And something else that I wanted to say before I really get into it is there are lots of different books and podcasts and people that are teaching this. And I just think something that I'm learning as an adult is, is we have to make our own opinions. Like just because someone that we like, <laughs> maybe me in this instance, you're listening to me talk about this, but just because maybe you like me, and you're listening to me talk about it doesn't mean that you have to take everything I'm saying and like form it as your own opinion, you know, because I think it's really important to, to form your own opinions, like independently of anyone else, you have to figure out, like you can take bits and pieces from lots of different people and lots of different books, lots of different teachings and like kind of mash them together to figure out what works for you, you know? So I think that goes for any topic in life, just because it's what everyone is saying doesn't necessarily mean you have to believe it. You should make your own opinion, form your own opinion that works for you and that sits right with you because everyone is so unique. So why would we all have the same opinions, you know? So take everything, like take what you like from this episode and leave what you don't like. And that's totally cool because as I'm reading more books and listening to more people, like I don't necessarily agree with everything everyone's saying, but that's okay, you know? I think learning anything, like if you listen to an hour-long podcast and you only learn like if you learn five minutes or 10 minutes of really good, solid advice that's going to stay with you forever, like that was absolutely worth it. Maybe the rest of the 50 minutes you didn't really like or you thought were bullshit, but like that, those 10 minutes, that's going to, you know, help, help change your life. <laughs> uh, I have been listening to a lot of podcasts today, so I'm really in the like, I'm in the zone, bitches. I'm in the zone. Okay. Also, I posted that I was going to be talking about this and I wanted you guys to send in your questions or experiences you had with manifestation. So I'm going to be talking about that. Something one person said was like, basically the concept of manifestation is like firmly rooted in privilege. And I definitely agree with that. Like it is a privilege to be able to be learning about this and have the time and like the safety and the space to be learning about it. I totally agree. Uh, it is a huge privilege that I can like sit outside and listen to podcasts and read and like just be safe is <laughs> such a huge privilege that I am like safe, you know, holy shit. Like people are literally fighting for their lives. So I totally agree. It is a, comes from a place of privilege, but I also think that 
everyone everyone does this whether they know it or not and it, it it's just like a super simple concept when you get down to it and I think everyone all walks of life manifests things whether they know it or not so I don't I think this this concept is for everyone um whether you're in the space that you can actually like hear hear it or like work with it or have the time or the energy or any of it to like okay something that all of this goes down to is like working on yourself and like getting deep into your emotions and your how you were raised and maybe some like traumas you have from your childhood or just things that affected you growing up and like being able to do that self-work is it takes a certain level of you know comfort and stability to be able to even get into that so I totally hear you and I just want to say that I do think this concept is for everyone but it's obviously easier for some people more than others to be able to work on themselves you know like holy shit being able to work on yourself is a huge privilege so do I think everyone should do it yes is it easier for some people to do it rather than others absolutely like we're not we're not all starting at the same starting ground (laughs) it's terrible I was gonna try to use like a track reference but I have none because I didn't do sports in high school but we're not all starting at the same place basically so for me to be able to do this is probably a lot easier than and then a lot of other people so I just wanted to note note that but wherever you are wherever you are starting at it's still a great thing to do and it's still going to help you because I mean ultimately we all just want to be our best selves I think everyone wants to be the best version of themselves you know what that looks like for you is it's different for everyone so anyway I just wanted to say that because I totally agree and yeah I wanted to mention that before I started Okay, so let's let's get into it. I have like so many notes and things going on. I have been journaling, which is freaking crazy because I literally have never journaled in my life. I've bought so many journals and I just never use them because I couldn't, I don't know. I don't know. I was like embarrassed about it. Like for some reason, me journaling felt like embarrassing. Like I was like, oh God, I can't believe I'm saying this. Like is someone going to read this? It just felt really weird. So I've like purchased journals since I was probably like seven and I just never use them. But now recently I've started journaling. Um, so that's lit. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay. So wait, 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 wait. First I should just say, what is manifestation? So when you Google, I literally typed in what is manifestation in Google. And when you Google it, it says essentially manifestation is bringing something tangible into your life through attraction and belief. Example, if you think it, it will come. Fear your thoughts, actions, beliefs, and emotions. So I think one of the things, because I was talking to Sage about this, and he was like, oh my god, that's like some bullshit. Like, it just lets people believe that they can just think something and not work and it'll come. And I understand that logic, like, completely. And I don't, I don't think that is, like, the tr- like the true essence of, like, manifesting something. I don't think you can just think it and then not do anything and it'll come. Like, maybe there are some extreme examples of that, but, like, most manifestation stories which I have a bunch from you guys that are super cool but there's like actions and steps that people are taking like when you're manifesting your dream job you still have to like have experience on your resume type up a resume send out your resume interview like you still have to do the work you still have to like drive yourself to the interview and get the outfit to wear to your interview and like show up and do it like you still have to do it It doesn't just come with no work but it's just oh man this is like such a broad topic that I'm like okay how do I how do I boil it down in a somewhat organized fashion without just rambling for an hour everything that I've learned so far is all of this boils down to working on yourself your self-worth 
realizing what you deserve as a person, as a human, what you deserve, the life that you deserve. It's still going to take work, but it's just believing that you deserve these things. In order to believe that you deserve these things, each person is going to have to do different work with themselves in order to believe that because like we all got some shit, you know, everyone has baggage. Some people have extremely hard upbringings that are very difficult to overcome and take years and years and years of therapy and self work and reading and talking with friends and like, you know, it takes, it doesn't, it doesn't just come to people. Maybe some people, yeah, but for the most, for the most part, you have to do some fucking deep shit that sucks and you have to work through your problems and how that appears for everyone is different. Just a a basic example that I think is actually pretty relatable and non like woo woo because I've seen this all over Twitter, all over Instagram, all over back in Tumblr. In the Tumblr days, like you accept the love you think you deserve. I think that is like a very relatable concept that is firmly rooted in manifestation. Basically, you accept the love you think you deserve. I remember seeing that on Tumblr like so much the artsy little like graphics and it's just basically that just means like if you you know, had certain things that you were taught to believe or made to feel growing up. And then now you feel like you deserve a partner who is bad to you or doesn't treat you well, or you accept you're in a relationship where you're not really in love, or you're just like dating a bunch of people who don't really care about you. It's just like all of that basically is what it just all boils boils down to your self-worth and what you think what you think you deserve. And in order to start attracting, bringing into your life good relationships, healthy relationships, like a partner that really loves you, cherishes you, and treats you as you deserve to be treated, you have to like work on your own stuff first. So that is like the entire concept of manifestation is like you attract what you think you deserve. I think that is basically if you could boil it down, I think that is a good way to put it. You have to, you know, start working on your shit. You got to start working on your own insecurities and your own uh, experiences from childhood or your own weaknesses or I don't even want to say weaknesses because like you can use them to become strengths. Holler. This is a very preachy episode. So just get ready, guys. Just bear with me. Usually I save like the cheesy spiel for the end of the podcast, but this entire one is just going to be a cheesy spiel. So, and I think this is really cool because so many people are manifesting without even knowing that's what it is. Like the basis of any religion is faith, <laughs> faith in in, the, in a higher power, faith in a God, faith in some spiritual religious figurehead or whatever. Like it's just having faith that it's going to work out. Like, I don't know. I'm not, I wasn't raised in a Christian household, but like what I always hear uh, people say who are Christian, like some of my favorite YouTubers are really devout Christians, like Kristen Johns, for instance, love her to death. Um, just kind of saying like, I'm handing it up to God and God is going to deliver like what he thinks is best kind of thing, which is basically the same concept. I don't want to like offend anyone by, by, I don't want to like feel, I don't want you to feel like I'm like diminishing your religion or your spirituality or anything because I totally respect and think whatever your religious beliefs, I think that's beautiful. I talked about that in my like religion, spiritual episode. So I don't want to, I don't want you to feel like I'm trying to diminish that or like morph it into something that it's not. The general concept is kind of the same. Like just believing that everything is going to work out or there is a grander plan, that is the same kind of concept as manifesting. And I thought this was actually interesting. This is a quote from the Bible. I am not super familiar with the Bible, I'm going to be honest, but this is 
I see I might even read this wrong, Matthew 9, 29, faith here refers to self-belief. If you lack the faith that you can achieve something, that something will remain elusive to you. But the moment you develop faith in yourself and in your abilities, you will begin to manifest your desires. That's literally straight out of the Bible. And that's the same concept. So I think that's really cool because this is like a notion, a belief that is not a new thing. It is not a new thing. It is, it's been going on for so long, for centuries. And this book, that's kind of like the first thing you might stumble upon when you're learning about manifesting or like the law of attraction is um, the book, The Secret, which I kind of feel like has some like negative connotations to it. And when I was reading it, not going to lie, a lot of it, I was like, oh my gosh, like this felt, it felt quite cheesy in some ways or just like not very firmly rooted in reality in a lot of it. But I will say a lot of the quotes and a lot of the, the teachings I found a lot of them very helpful. So I screenshotted, I screenshotted some of them. I do think though it's like a worthwhile book just to read if you're going to be learning about this. But like I said, like form your own opinions. Yeah, I think a lot of it, like if Sage read it, for instance, he's heard about it. He's like, oh, you're reading that book. <laughs> like he had some bad thoughts about it. Just take it, take it as you will. Take the teachings or like the lessons, take the ones that you like, you know, but I do think there are some really good ones. And it, it always, it talks a lot about in that book, the great inventors of this of our world all believed in this the concept of manifesting basically or as they call it in the book they believed in the secret but it's just basically like all these inventors had these concepts that did not exist yet the technology to make them did not exist yet they literally just had a thought and then they made it happen somehow and obviously it took a lot of work took a lot of trial and error it took years and years and months and months but like they made it happen so this is an Albert Einstein quote, um, imagination is everything. It is the preview of life's coming attractions, which I thought is so nice. Like that's so cool. <laughs> imagination is something that kids do, right? Like in SpongeBob, imagination. <laughs> I literally love that. I do that often. I make the rainbow with my hands and I go imagination, but I do think it's like a concept that all of us need to bring back holy shit, imagining and daydreaming is so fun. It's so good for the soul. It does not harm anything. It doesn't do any harm. Maybe we're taught to believe that that's like a childish thing to do or we need to be like taking more concrete steps to do what we want and like accomplish our dreams and our goals. But I still think imagining and imagination is so key. It's just so key and it only does good. It doesn't do harm. So basically this concept is like so kind of broad and seems out of your grasps grasps in a way which is what I felt I'm like okay so I can like get what I want in life basically or like what I think I deserve I can achieve it but like how do I do that like how am I supposed to do that so here are a few things from the book the secret that I thought were uh helpful or just I thought really like resonated with me that I wanted to share with you guys so it talks a little bit about visualizing and that's like a big part of manifesting is like knowing how to visualize something. Um, again, this is from the book, The Secret, and it's from Dr. Joe Vitale. So it says, what can you do right now to begin to turn your life around? The very first thing is to start making a list of things you're grateful for. This shifts your energy and starts to shift your thinking. Whereas before this exercise, you might be focusing on what you don't have, your complaints and your problems. You go in a different direction when you do this exercise. You start to be grateful for all the things that you feel good about. So I think that's super important to start there because it's really easy and especially with quarantine, I've been like getting so down on myself and being like super jealous or like envious of other creators or other people. I'm like, man, like why can't I just have that? 
instead of like thinking of, oh my God, think about all of these blessings and all these things I need to be grateful for right now. So gratitude is key. Gratitude is key to, you know, becoming your best self. And I think it's something we all should be reminded of. Um, Like I was talking about in my spiritual episode, like I want to go around the table with our kids and like say one thing we're grateful for that day. I think that's really nice. Honestly, Sage and I, I'm going to make him do that today. So I'm going to start doing that with Sage. That's a good practice thing for us to do at home. So this is the excerpt from the book. Neville Goddard, in a lecture he delivered in 1954, entitled The Pruning Shears of Revision, this process has had a profound effect on my life. Neville recommends at the end of every day before you go to sleep to think through the events of the day. If any events or moments did not go the way you wanted, replay them in your mind in a way that thrills you. As you recreate those events in your mind exactly as you want, you are cleaning up your frequency from the day and you are emitting a new signal and frequency for tomorrow. You have intentionally created new pictures for your future. It is never too late to change the picture. So this is like a lot of the book and a lot of this space has a lot of like lingo to it a lot of lingo and sometimes I wish they would just take it down to like like more layman's terms which is I'll get into this in a second but one of you guys recommended this amazing podcast that I'm like super into and I've listened to like four episodes just today um it's called expanded with Lacey Phillips it's really good and she's kind of like morphed manifesting law of attraction into more of a realistic rooted practice kind of thing so like when she talks I'm like yeah this is how I would talk like this feels a little more within our grasps or a little bit easier to comprehend you know anyway going back to that quote it says like emitting a new signal and frequency for tomorrow that's very like some terms that they use a lot in this kind of um, topic I think it's true I think if you just think about like energy like if you just think about the word frequency as like energy or vibes literally could just be vibes so you're cleaning up your vibes for the day and you're emitting a new vibe for tomorrow. (laughs) That sounds so like you're mini vibes, bro. But I I think that's really cool because for me, if I go to bed in an upset mood, like I'm not going to wake up in a good mood pretty much ever. Also something that I found this really helpful because I'm someone who like will replay the entire day through my head, even if I don't want to before I go to bed. Often I will... (laughs) I don't know if you guys do this, but I will like replay conversations I've had and and then I'll be like, oh, I should have said this. Like I could have handled this better. Oh, this person probably thinks this, this and this because I said this. Like I'll just kind of be going through the conversations to the death of me, which is not good. It's not necessarily helpful. So I feel like doing this, you can turn it into a positive uh, saying like, okay, yeah, this happened, but it could have gone like this and like put it in a really positive mindset and then it kind of just like eases your anxiety or like worry about it like you don't have to be continuing to worry about whatever happened today because you're already addressing it you're already being like okay I wish it or I want it to happen like this and then that just like puts a dress like squashes it okay I embarrassed myself I fucked up I want it to go like this good night you know like you can just kind of squash it for the day instead of holding on to it for weeks and months to come I feel like that's really helpful back to the topic of visualizing this is also from the book the secret this is from Dr. John Demartini John said that if you create a static picture in your mind it can be difficult to hold that picture so create lots of movements in your picture I think this is really helpful because our minds are kind of busy and crazy and it's hard to just be like I'm going to stop and visualize this, this, and this because your mind's like, no, I have to go get groceries. Oh, I'm out of gas. Like, oh, blah, blah. like there's just so much noise in your head. So having like movement in the thing you're visualizing can help that. He says to illustrate this, imagine your kitchen and this time imagine yourself entering the kitchen, walking to the refrigerator and putting your hand on the door handle, opening the door. 
looking inside and finding a cold bottle of water. Reach in and grab it. You can feel the coldness on your hand as you grasp the bottle. You have the bottle of water in one hand and you use your other hand to close the refrigerator door. Now that you are visualizing your kitchen with detail and movement, it's easier to see and hold the picture, isn't it? Which when I read this, I was, I think as many of you might have just done when I was reading it to you, you just automatically start visualizing it. Like walking in your kitchen, opening the fridge door. I picture like my one glass water bottle in the fridge filled with water. I pick it up. I can sense the cold feeling on my hand and I close the door. Like I think that is a nice way of visualizing. So if you can apply that concept to, I don't know, visualizing your dream house, for instance, like picturing yourself walking through the house, shutting the door, like taking off your shoes, looking to the right, like looking to the left, walking on the carpet, like feeling all those kind of details. I think that can really help. It was uh, very helpful for me. So next up, I want to just share a few instances in my life that I realized that I manifested because I didn't really know that that's what I was doing. But when I look back, I'm like, yep. For me, it's helpful to look back because I can feel that exact feeling that led me to like manifesting or like that confidence and that belief that something X was going to happen. Uh, it's just helpful for me, for me to look back at that so I can kind of like recall what it felt like to be so confident in something. So anyway, the first thing that comes to mind is our wedding day. Um, it was supposed to rain on our wedding day. It was predicted to rain like a, at the last minute, like a few days before our wedding, it showed, the forecast showed it was going to rain. And I was like, oh no, absolutely not. And so the whole time everyone was like, oh, are you going to rent a tent? Like, what's the backup plan? I'm like, there's no backup plan. It's not going to rain on my wedding. It's just not. Like, there was not one doubt in my mind that it was going to rain. I'm like, it's not happening. Like, it cannot. It's not. Ha- it's not going to happen. And it it's, maybe sounds like I'm just, like, being a bride spiraling out or whatever, but I literally felt it in my bones like, no, no, it's not going to happen. Kind of similar to, I talked about my mom, like, her birth story or her pregnancy story. She just knew. She felt it in her bones, in her gut that I was I was healthy and I was going to be fine, even though doctors were telling her otherwise. Like, it's just this thing, this faith, this feeling, this belief that something is going to be a certain way. I just felt, I'm like, it's not going to rain. No backup plan. Don't need a tent. It's not going to rain. And that morning on my wedding, it rained a little bit. It rained early in the morning. It just like sprinkled and it stopped. And it was beautiful for the rest of the day when it was not forecasted to be hot or sunny. It was a beautiful day and it turned out perfectly. The wedding is a great example of like when I felt it so strongly in my go- in my gones, <laughs> in my bones, in my gut that it was not going to rain. And it didn't. And this is a, an example that's somehow kind of similar, I feel like, to parking spots. That was like a topic. Manifesting a parking spot is something that kept coming up in books and things that I was reading they just always picture that their parking spot is going to be open and it, and it is and you manifest that parking spot. So that like might seem kind of far-fetched, but I don't know. I think that's like kind of a fun test. So if you guys want to test this theory out and I will say it's not going to work unless you really believe it. This happened all the time in high school. I used to drive this girl when I first got my license. I used to drive this girl to dance class and we have to take a ferry to get to the dance class and to get home. And if you miss a ferry, then you have to wait 
sometimes an hour when it's later at night. So when I would drive her home from dance, I would have not enough time really to get to the ferry and make it. But I would always say like, we're going to have green lights the whole time. And I didn't know what the fuck manifesting was. I just was like, I don't want to be on another ferry. We're going to have green lights. Like I just believed there was going to be no traffic. We were going to get all green lights and we were going to make it. And most of the time we did. So I just think like something even as simple as that, like Sawyer's markers to draw on the windows for his graduation on the car. They did like a car graduation. And I was at Target looking for these markers. I was scouring the aisles, could not find it. I thought it was gone. I looked online and they didn't say they had it. And then I was like, no, they have to have it because I, I need it. Like this is the only place I can get it. I really think they have it. They have to have it. And I kept looking and then I finally found it and it was the last one and it was on way back on the shelf. So, and then in those times, I think all of us have, have, have had experiences where like, oh my God, yes. Like, fuck yeah. Like that actually happened. Like it came through. This is exactly what I needed. And I think that is like, usually maybe you manifested that shit. You just didn't even know. So I don't know. I'm trying to like relate it to practical examples because this topic can seem kind of like out of grasp it just seems like kind of crazy kind of woo woo and I and I I understand that people think that but I really think it's super rooted in reality um before I read a lot of your crazy cool manifestation stories because they're freaking cool and I'm I will say I've been learning about this and I'm totally into it and after reading all of your stories I was like even more of a believer so skeptics get ready (laughs) but first I wanted to read some of my notes from this podcast episode by Lacey Phillips. I just talked about the podcast. It's called Expanded with Lacey Phillips. You can find it, you know, anywhere. And I was listening to episode 74 where she basically breaks down Manifestation 101. Um, And I listened to a few other episodes, so I have different notes from different things. But I would definitely recommend her podcast because it just feels way more realistic and I like how she talks, so. Because it's like, you know, she swears and she's funny and she admits, like, I'm not perfect and I do this and this. And it's just, like, way more easy to relate to, um, which I like. So, la-di-da. Something that I feel like gets misconstrued a lot about manifesting or law of attraction, um, which also are not the same concepts I'm learning, but I think they kind of are in the same, like, wavelength, same vibe. But I think manifesting is just manifestation is like it's just a it's a bigger concept to me and it seems like there's way more steps and like way more tangible things you can do to learn about manifestation I don't know but I'm learning about both of them but I'm definitely learning way more about manifestation so anyway a miss a misnomer about manifestation is that you just have to think positive all the time you have to be positive 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 and that's kind of what it says in the secret. Like you can't have any negative thoughts because then you're emitting a negative vibe out to the universe. And so the universe is going to respond with more negative vibes, which may be true because I know for me when I'm thinking a lot of negative thoughts, like my whole day's fucked. Like I'm just going to keep thinking negative shit until like eventually I'll do something that will make me feel better to get out of it. But like if I just stay in the those negative thoughts, like I'm just going to stay in them because it's very easy to stew and sit in like feeling bad. It's really easy. It's kind of comfortable sometimes. What Lacey says, and I think this is so good because like we're human. We are human beings. We will have negative thoughts. We will have bad stuff happen to us. We will have bad days. Well, just, you know, it's fucking life. It happens. You can't be positive all the time. That is just unrealistic. 
obviously it's great to try to be positive as much as you can and to to walk with a positive mindset through life and to not think that like the world is out to get you. I think that's key, but you're going to have negative thoughts. I have them all the time. And actually this morning I was not feeling super good because my skin is shit lately. It is. It's it's gotten like bad because I'm trying a new anyway, whatever. I won't get into it, but I was not feeling super hot this morning cuz I'm like, dude, my skin sucks. And like I've talked about, that is like my biggest insecurity. So, I was not feeling good. I was like, great. I don't want to do anything today. I don't want to record my podcast. I don't want to film. I don't want to edit. Like I just want to like I don't know, do nothing, play Animal Crossing. And then I started getting into I was reading The Secret, which then led me to learning more about manifestation today. And then I was listening to podcast episodes and now I'm in a great mood. I am fucking vibing. So all that to say is like, whenever possible, try to do things that will get you out of feeling funky. Anywho, so what Lacey says that I really like is because being positive 100% of the time is not realistic. Negative thoughts do not need to be pushed away, basically to act like they don't exist. They are signals of what you need to be working on and what is standing in your way, which I think is so true. And for me, I'm relating this all back to my own experience because I feel like that is a way for you guys to hear like just an example. Another thing that Lacey was saying is jealousy means being scared of losing something you already have and envy is feeling like you can't get something someone else has. And for me lately, I don't know why quarantine has been bringing it on more, but I've been very envious of other creators and other Instagrammers because I don't know why. I'm like, I want to be having more followers and I want to be like in this next level. Like how come this person, it seems, gets this so easily and how come I I don't? Whatever. And just saying that out loud, I'm like, oh my gosh, Rahini, like be grateful for what you have. And that's the thing. Oh my gosh, this is such a ranty episode. But when you're feeling down, it's like you don't even, you have to remind yourself to be grateful. Something that I need to work on that's standing in the way definitely of manifesting my dream life is my like envy of other people and not practicing enough gratitude. Like that is something that's standing in my way and that's something that I need to work on. Whenever you're having these negative thoughts about yourself or about a situation or about a person, like it's just something that she was saying is it's a mirror. All of these things are a mirror. You don't have to act like they don't exist. You just have to recognize them and then work on them because just pushing all your negative thoughts away, acting like they're not real and then being like, no, no, I'm happy. I'm positive. Like it's probably not going to be that genuine because no one can be like that all the time. We all have shit we need to work on, you know, and work through. So I really liked that. Something else. I just took notes on whatever like really resonated with me. Something else is she said is procrastination equals fear, (laughs) which is like when you read it, you're like, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. Right. I know. Okay. Like it's really calling you out because I procrastinate plenty of things. And whenever I think about what I'm procrastinating, it's always because I am scared that I'm not going to be good enough and it's not going to go the way that I want. So I'm procrastinating it. That also gets in the way of manifesting your dream life because you're scared and you're procrastinating things that are the steps you need to take in order to get there. Another thing I really liked is nothing and no one can control you. You and you alone have control over what hurts you. And obviously this is like when you're an adult on your own, this applies, you know, like when you're in someone else's house and you're a child, you do not really have control over your life. When you're an eight-year-old child and like your parents are abusive, like you're not in control. That is obviously fucked up and like that does not, you know, this applies when you're an adult. You're on your own. And I think this is helpful. The, The first example I thought for this is that someone I know in the past would talk to me about their ex and they 
would just basically let their ex control their emotions. Kept saying, like, he's doing this to me. He knows he's doing this to me. He is doing this to me. And when in reality, it was just her letting that happen over and over because she was putting herself in a situation where she let him do that over and over. And I'm not talking something super, like, terrible. Like, it wasn't, like, abuse or anything. It was just she kept letting her feelings get hurt and, like, toyed with over and over and over again. And she kept saying, like, he's doing this to me. He has this control over me. I'm like, no, dude. You're letting him have that control. That's you. All of us have these situations where we're letting someone else have control over something that we're just handing over the control. And we are the only ones that have control over our own life, you know? And that's fucking hard to deal with. It's hard to accept because it's really easier to let other people do things for you. I mean, it, it is. Even when it's not healthy, it's still sometimes easier. All of this is hard. I'm not going to lie and say any of this is just like a walk in the park. So nothing and no one can control you. I feel like that was really helpful. Um, so I just wrote this down. Everything starts with looking inward at yourself, dealing with your own shit first at the same time as doing all of this manifesting work. You have to start with your own shit. And that's something I really liked that Lacey talks about. It's like the law of attraction and manifesting all boils down to self-worth. You have to have self-worth. You have to believe that you are worthy of all of these things because none, literally nothing, zero of this is possible if you don't believe that you deserve it. And it's not just saying like, oh yeah, I deserve it. Like, no, you have to actually believe it in the like core of your being, in your bones that you deserve your dream life. And I even posted because I'm like just curious what you guys believe. So I posted on my podcast Instagram, Acting My Age podcast. I said, do you think you can have everything you dream for in life? And it's basically almost 50-50. 142 people, I just posted this a few hours ago, 142 people voted yes and 104 people voted no. And I just wish I could like talk to everyone about this because I think it's super normal and and like common to not think that you can like have everything you want and I'm not saying oh my god it's like this topic is so you can go so many ways with it I also think something that is like left out perhaps of the conversation or when when I say like you can have everything you want what you want is gonna change over time and you are shown what is right for you over time like just because at a certain age, you want a certain thing doesn't necessarily mean that's actually what's right or what is like meant for you, you know? So basically all of this is actualizing and bringing what you want into fruition. Doing all of this to get to your authentic best self, to live your best life, to be your best self. Like I think all of us want that and it gets tossed around on social media so many times like I'm going to be living my best life or oh, I'm living my best life. And like, yeah, we all want to do that. So if this, like learning about manifesting, even if you think it's cheesy or whatever, if learning about manifesting can help you get your best life, like why the fuck not try it out, you know? Why the fuck not? Similar concept to going to therapy or doing yoga or practicing a religion or having like a women's group or any of those things that are like just trying to, just trying to help you, you know? I think manifesting can be, learning about it can be just as helpful because in order to actually manifest, you have to like address all the other things. They literally, in Lacey's podcast, they talk about going to therapy like so often um, and getting the help that you need, you know, because this is not like, if I had one message, I guess, for this, it's not just saying you're going to wish something, blink your eye and it's going to happen necessarily. Like for those big dream goals, those big life, like your wildest dream goals, 
it's going to take work. It's going to take dedication. It's going to take introspection. It's going to take a lot of shit for it to happen. Like it's not just going to, it doesn't just appear without any like work behind it. And some cases, yeah, you can manifest literally things. I'll read some stories that are crazy. Like you can literally manifest objects, but for like the big concepts, like your dream life with the love of your life and the house of your dreams and the kids of your dreams and the neighborhood and the, like all of that, like those are big ideas that are going to take a lot of things moving in the right place to get there. So like being your best self so that all of those opportunities can happen because everything is leading you towards your best self if you let it. <laughs> um, all this again is like, it's easy for me to say, it's very easy to say, but it's a lot harder to do. So I'm sharing this with you guys because I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it all right now with you guys and I'm realizing a lot of stuff that I need to work on and I think it's cool. So I just want to share it with you guys so we can like, you know, do it together. It boils down to having true self-love. That is what she said, Lacey said in the podcast episode, episode 74. It boils down to having true self-love. Self-love means I feel deserving of this. That can extend to any parts of self-love, like what people say on social media, like self-love, doing a face mask, go get going and getting a pedicure, getting your hair done. When you go and get your hair done, you're like, oh, I feel deserving of this. When you do a face mask, you're like, oh, I feel deserving of this. When you go on a vacation that you've been wanting to go on for a long time, you're like, I deserved this. When you apply for your dream job after studying for it for eight years, you're like, I deserve this. That's basically all this is, you guys. You still have to do the work, but you just have to believe that you deserve it. That's, I think, what this boils down to. And it's not selfish to think that you deserve these things. Like, you know, it's just not. It's not selfish because when we're old and, and dying, like, we're going to want to have lived our best lives and to do everything we could to, like, make the most out of this life. At least that's how I feel. So why not do everything in your power to, like, have the life you want? Fuck. And again, this is easier for some people than others. Like, we, we're all in different paths, guys. Everyone has different paths. Everyone has, like, different shit they have to work through in this life. And I do believe in reincarnation, so I won't get into that. But, like, everyone's astrological chart is different. Everyone has different shit they have to work through. Some people have it a lot, a lot, a lot tougher. No question. No question. People have it a thousand times tougher than me. Like, absolutely, I am extremely blessed. I have been given an extremely blessed life. Okay, let's just say this. This is like a very simple and probably bad example of what I'm talking about. So like maybe I have to go two miles to get to my dream life. Am I going to go those two miles? Yeah. Someone else has to go 100 miles to get to their dream life. Should they still want to go 100 miles? Yeah, because I want that for them. I want them to have their dream life. They should want to have their, their dream life, you know? Like you have to work 100 times harder and holy shit... I hope that in your next life, you don't have to. And if you get into astrology, it, it talks about what you had to do in your past life. And I know this is getting super woo-woo. I'm sorry, I was trying not to be. But, like, I really, I just believe this, guys. Like, And it, it shows you what you did in your past life that contributes to this life. So, like, for me, what I've been told is that in my past life, I, like, had a shitty time. And I had to work through a lot of stuff. It was very hard. My life was not easy. So, in this life, I get an advantage. That's literally what it's, it's in my chart. I get an advantage and I get to start at a much easier place. So basically what I'm saying, if there's anyone listening right now who's like, I have to go so fucking far to reach that goal that Rohini's talking about. Like she just gets to sit here and talk about this because it's within her grasp, but I have to go so fucking far. I totally like you're 1000% valid for that. Like 1000% the struggles and the shit that you have to go through. Like I'm 
you know, I'm really sorry. I wish I could take it away, but it's just, you still deserve your best life. No matter what shitty fucking cards you've been dealt, you still deserve it. So I really like, I want that for you. And I really want you to like, want that for yourself, you know? Anyway, I'll share an example about that too, about um, a girl who's like going through really bad depression and manifesting like was one of the things that she could kind of like grasp onto that helped her. So that kind of sums it up. Like you don't have to call this manifestation if you think you don't like the word or you don't like how it's like cheesy or too spiritual or whatever. It can just literally be believing that you deserve what you want. That is the simplest way to like say it. You have to believe that you deserve everything that you want in life. That's the whole concept. So, anywho, this is going to be a long episode. Now, I asked you guys any cool manifestation stories because, again, I just want, for the skeptics or whatever, I just want to share some things that really fucking happened and it definitely opened my eyes and made me believe even more so and this literally oh my god I'm sorry I keep having so many like uh add-ons or whatever but this concept can happen through your religion too like you you don't have to go the woo-woo like spiritual route like this can be through your religion whatever that may be it's just literally believing and having faith in all, in all of this, having faith in the universe, having faith in your God, having faith in yourself. It's all about faith. So again, take this and make it however works for you, you know, however works for you is the best way for you. A few just things that you guys sent in about manifestation. This one I really liked. So it works wonders. I think the main part is knowing the universe isn't out to get you. If that makes sense, you're allowed to have what you want. Once you've done all you can about it, move on and trust it'll come your way. It may be hard at first, but the process of letting go and knowing is amazing. So I think that like the universe isn't out to get you is something that is so key because I really do feel like a lot of people think that the world is out to get them. It's like glass half full, glass half empty. I just think whenever possible, you have to work at knowing that 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 the universe isn't out to get you. Maybe that takes 40 years, 50 years, but like it's still a worthwhile thing to learn to believe. So this is a cool story about someone named Rachel manifesting her dream career. OMG, yes, I was in a really horrible mental state about a year ago. I just moved back home to Tennessee after getting my master's in New York, trying to find a job in my field, and I was hella disheartened and discouraged and just in a funk. One day, I remembered being at one of my lowest points and thinking, I'm going to write down what I want and I'm going to manifest the shit out of it because I felt like I had nothing to lose. I wrote down I wanted to move to Washington for work, a longtime goal of mine, and a bunch of other stuff. I began meditating and going throughout my day saying, I'm going to move to Washington. I'm going to move to Washington. I even wrote Manifest Washington on the top of every page of my planner that I had. After a few months, I got an interview for a job at the UW, which is the University of Washington, and I fucking landed it, and I'm now living in Seattle, living my actual dream. I also met the love of my life while up here. So yeah, manifesting is fucking magic if you really put your all into it. That's so cool, guys. Oh, shit, I love these stories. I'm just going to keep reading because there are a lot and I've already gone an hour just talking by myself. So I want to get through all of these. Okay, so someone named Caroline said, I've heard you can test out manifesting. So that's what I did. I imagined a white butterfly flying in front of me because I haven't seen a butterfly in 2020 yet, let alone a white butterfly. So I thought, why not? Let me try. Next day I go on with my life. I go to work. I had a pretty shitty day, not going to lie. 
so I went home kind of low. When I was just about three steps from my front door, I see this amazingly beautiful white butterfly right in front of my face, and then it clicked. I had totally forgotten I manifested it until it happened because I trusted the universe to attract it for me. This is the reason I believe in manifestation. Now I'm waiting for greater things to come. BTW, love you and your podcast. It's addicting, lol. Sending love from Denmark. By the way, to anyone doubting manifestation, I would recommend for them to read The Secret by Rhonda, uh, Rhonda Byrne. I definitely think it is, there's a lot you can learn from it, but like I said, uh, definitely go deeper than just reading that. But yeah, manifesting a butterfly. That is something that is really cool. <laughs> and there's different tests I've like tried to give myself. I was listening to something and they said to just pick something that you want like the universe to show you um, three times and just believe that's going to happen and ask for it and then like it'll happen. And I asked to see a raccoon <laughs> because it's so random and that was when we were living in Ballard and like there aren't really raccoons around a lot. So I was like, I want to see a raccoon because it just was something that I thought, you know, I don't know, just kind of like a butterfly. And I saw the raccoons and they did not come in the way that I thought they would, but I did see them. One was I was in the car and Sage was watching some random ass video on his phone. And I looked, I looked, I hadn't been looking at him the whole time he was watching this video. And I looked over and there was a raccoon on in the video the second that I looked over. And I literally like, I like my mouth dropped open. I just was like, oh my God. So anyway, doing things like that is kind of cool. But if it doesn't happen, like don't get discouraged, you know, don't get discouraged because oftentimes I've learned that you can ask for these signs, but then you might miss them. <laughs> like you're still human, you know, you might miss the signs. So just, it's just fun, but like keep at it even if you don't see all of the signs. Okay. So this person named Desiree sent in this story before I even knew what, I, what it was, I was doing it manifestation. I always felt that one day I would meet my person young and we would be the couple who are the high school sweethearts. I didn't actively look for a boyfriend or even care that that much at all about boys or dating. I saw my friends going crazy over their crushes, etc. And I just chilled because I knew my person would come eventually and it would be easy. Funny enough, I met my now boyfriend at 15 and we've been together for almost four years now and I love him more and more every day. One time I brought this up to him and he said he always thought the same thing too, that he would marry his high school sweetheart. We aren't married yet, but we are waiting until we are older. I can't think of any other experience with manifesting, and I've never done it intentionally, I don't believe, but I'd love to learn more so I can apply it to other parts of my life. That's like, see, that's so cool because I feel like a lot of us have been manifesting without even knowing it. Like, it's just something that you feel in your bones. Like, she just felt she was going to meet the love of her life in high school, and they're going to be high school sweethearts. It's not like she was, like, actively dating, like, a million guys trying to find, like, the high school sweetheart. She just was like, no, no, this is just going to happen. Sometimes you just have those feelings in your gut that you just know to be true and that freaking happens. So I think that's so cool. Becca, her username is the Beckinator. <laughs> um, she said, I'm a very strong believer in manifesting my desires. I have mo multiple stories, everything from getting a house on the exact street we wanted, getting an internship at a startup, my wedding, my band success, and so much more in my life I've achieved because of manifestation. Being Mexican, there is a very strong belief in curanderia. Curan I don't know. I probably didn't say that completely correct. Um, healing witchcraft about manifestation and the energy that makes it possible. So I think that's really cool because it's like, you know, similar concept rooted in a Mexican belief. So that's like so cool. I've said this before, but I think the concept is more widely known than we think. It's just not necessarily called manifestation. Um, okay. So another person, Sophia said, Heen, love when you guys call me Heen. Manifesting is real. Back in April, I started reading Ask and It Is Given by Jerry and Esther Hicks and started manifesting my dreams of becoming a full-time influencer and content creator. And I kid you not, it's now June and I'm working with every single brand that I manifested back in April. 
Manifesting literally changed my life. It's the most beautiful thing. Love you, Rohini. Loving the podcast. Keep going. And again, she manifested that shit. Doesn't mean she didn't have to work. Doesn't mean she have to, like, you know, talk to the brands, shoot the content. But, like, she did the damn thing and it happened, you know? She did the damn thing. I think it's so cool. Okay. So, um, this next one is from Elise Bridges. Hey, Rohini. I had to do a ton of work to fix my anxiety surrounding money due to growing up in poverty and manifestation really helped me. I would often journal open letters to the universe explaining why I needed the money or the opportunity it would bring me and then finish the letter by thanking the universe for bringing it to me, acting like I had already received it. Sorry, side note. This is a practice that I've heard a lot basically saying like one great way to do it is to write it out like you've already received it and word it with gratitude because gratitude is key to all of this. That's like a great way to kind of like ask the universe for what you want. One time I was short exactly $95 to be able to pay off my credit card bill. So I wrote out a letter explaining why maintaining my credit card score is very important to me. I literally received an extra $95 in cash that night as an error in the tips the restaurant I worked at owed me. I was informed I could just keep it since I had been working hard, hee <laughs> hee. Crazy specific stuff like this happens to me all the time. Even if it's a total placebo effect, it's one of the reasons I've been able to build confidence around money and feel in control. Isn't that so cool? Like, again, you could say it's coincidence, but like why why say it's coincidence and you could just say it's the universe working for you. And like she said, even if it's a total placebo effect, I think I said this earlier, but like, just try it out. Like, literally, there's nothing to lose. Like, why the fuck not, you know? Why the fuck not? Okay, next person named Amy said, in 2018, I wrote down... Oh, my God, this one made me so happy. In 2018, I wrote down and manifested that in that year, I'd be in a truly loving relationship with myself, having found the perfect job for me and would attract genuine love into my life. I wanted to invest in myself and desperately wanted to be a yoga teacher. Training is very expensive if you want to do it properly and qualify. Within a month, I'd found my dream job, which gave me a boost. I worked 40 weeks and saved up enough to pay for my yoga course. I met my best friend in that job, and by March the following year, we realized we were very much in love with each other. I've manifested my whole life, but especially when I began a life with my boyfriend. Like magic, we are moving into our new home in a few days. We are still completely head over heels. It's quite gross, really. Haha. <laughs> she did a laughing face. And I'm also training to be a yoga teacher. I keep saying yogurt. <laughs> I'm also training to be a yoga teacher and paid for it all with my own savings. I've always come from a spiritual background, but the feeling you get when you take responsibility for your life is just something else. Every morning I get up and manifest not just for me, but for those I love. It's not magic. It's not luck or chance. It's truly believing that you are worthy of the life you desire and putting that out into the world. That is so... I'm reading that again because it's so good. It's not magic. It's not luck or chance. It's truly believing that you are worthy of the life you desire and putting that out into the world. I think that's so powerful. It's so, yeah. Anyway, I believed I'd find a job and pay for my yoga course. And so I acted in a way that pushed me into the perfect situation. I believe that I am worthy of true authentic love. And so I feel that every day from everyone around me. I have such immense gratitude for my life and everything is everything I've received. Nothing is coincidence. Just keep following your gut listening to that inner voice. I swear I knew my best friend would be the love of my life the second we caught eyes and we've had conversations about our first meeting and he felt the exact same. That's energy. That's an energy we both picked up on because we're in a space to receive. I could go on forever. I get so excited about life right now. We have such power and we don't even realize it. That just made me so happy because like I could just feel her good vibes through the message, you know? Like I could feel how excited and how happy she was and it just like makes me so happy for her. So 
I think that's pretty freaking cool. Okay, next one from someone named Rowan. IDK if this counts, but I believe that coins are my grandpa saying hi because he would always give me his pocket change. And whenever I'm lonely or in a tough spot, I ask for a sign I'm not alone or that the universe has a plan. And without fail, I always find a coin somewhere unexpected on my water bottle, bedside table, in my pocket, etc. within the next half hour. And it's always a 10 cent. That literally like made me tear up almost because it can be something as simple as that and you hear all the time like asking for a sign asking for a sign asking for a sign and it's basically the same thing this is basically the same concept this is from someone named hannah i've worked on manifesting the life i wanted since i was 14 and depressed that was the time of peak tumblr and pinterest aesthetics which really leached into what i want but i do truly love the aesthetics i dreamt up what i wanted my closet to look like the decor what kind of apartment i wanted the type of college i wanted to attend etc and eventually over time and getting money i got those things through manifestation but also through my own selection and curation beyond superficial things i really feel i manifested my own mental health and mindset i've achieved I would notice myself being envious or jealous of people because they had what I couldn't. So I worked on manifesting myself those things while working on why exactly I was so jealous. I owe a lot of my life and happiness to manifesting. It gave me something to believe in and have faith in when I had literally nothing else. I think that one is so powerful. Like, I feel like she really just hit the nail on the head with that. Like, I worked on manifesting myself those things while working on why exactly I was so jealous, which just shows like, it's it goes hand in hand you you manifest and you dream about the things you want but you still have to like do the work do the personal work I got a message saying like do you think manifesting can help with my mental health or my depression and I I like want to be careful about this because I don't have any personal experience with it but I it could be something as simple as you're like manifesting your mental health to be good you're like saying like my mental health is good you're writing down like my mental health is good I'm in a good place all of those things it could be something as simple as like being referred to a therapist that really changes your life you know like it doesn't it doesn't mean like you're just gonna say like my mental health is good and then you're gonna wake up and not have depression anymore like it could be connecting with a friend who points you to a therapist who gets you a prescription you know like it's it's not necessarily like I just don't want I don't want it to see I I don't (laughs) I don't want people to think that it's like super woo woo and I I just like to keep this like as firmly grasped in reality as I can because I do think like all of this spiritual stuff is more in our reality than we even know so I just yeah because you know mental health is a huge thing and I I have like I said my dad's struggled with mental health problems and it kind of irks me whenever I hear like you just like have to believe that you'll get better and you have to like like if my dad if that's all it took for him to believe that he would have like a not clinical depression like he would obviously do that you know like it's not so simple so it's like he prayed and asked for help and like he got a therapist and he got prescriptions and now like he can be better (sighs) kind of a tangent but I do think it can totally help I can I think it can help you in every aspect of your life no matter what this is a quote that my friend shared on Instagram that I screenshotted and I really liked it I don't know who it's from so it says if you obsess over whether you are making the right decision you are basically assuming that the universe will reward you for one thing and punish you for another The universe has no fixed agenda. Once you make any decision, it works around that decision. There is no right or wrong, only a series of possibilities that shift with each thought, feeling, and action that you experience. 
I think that's helpful because it's like when you get into all this these things and I got a few messages saying like I read the secret and I'm scared to have any negative thoughts like I'm just like really nervous all the time and I don't want to like fuck it up by having these thoughts the universe isn't out to get you you know and it's like there's no necessarily right or wrong or if there is like every decision you're making is going to teach you something else and point you in a new way so it kind of just takes the pressure off like again having feeling like you have to be perfect all the time because that's not realistic but it's just like having the tools and knowing how you can get to the next step and how you can be better um are you gonna have bad bad days so yeah of course will you have less bad days hopefully yeah that's like that's the goal oh my gosh i'm sad i had this someone sent in this really cool story about how they manifested their like sewing machine of their dreams that's like this really old sewing machine from like the 1920s or something and they were going to all these thrift stores trying to find it she just like kept asking for this this sewing machine and kept thinking about it and kept visualizing herself having it and then she got it and it's like this super specific sewing machine so i wanted to share that but i cannot find it for some reason okay so i just got a message also i wanted to read from manjo manjo i think that's how you say it she said, I love to be magnetic. That's the podcast I was talking about. But I have a big problem with the way the main woman deals with systematic barriers to achieving what you want or manifesting. I've heard that in the private Facebook group for people who pay for the program that black folks get disregarded for talking about systematic racism being a barrier to manifesting as fully as white folks. I'm sure you can also notice that many of those she interviews are white. I've learned a lot from that podcast but and value that info, but I tried to be critical. Heart, smiley face. Excited to hear your take on manifesting on the pod. And this is, like, this is so key, too. As I've been learning more about systematic racism and, like, learning more about what it's like to be black um, in the U.S., in, in the world, it's, like, again, I, I don't want to, like, take such a complex topic down to a stupid, simple example, but at the same time, I only have, like, I'm kind of running out of time. Similar, similar thing. Like, maybe it takes me two miles and it takes a, a, a black woman same age as me 50 miles, you know, like it's, 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 I totally think that's valid. And it's like kind of disappointing to hear that the podcast I've been liking, I haven't heard, I haven't listened to enough to hear her really talk about it like that. I've only listened to like four episodes, but, um, again, I think like she said in this message, she's learned a lot, but she's also like taking what you like and realizing that that you don't have to completely adopt everything that this woman thinks, you know? Um, you can make your own opinions and I do think that is so true. Like people still have huge advantages, huge advantages. Whoa. Okay. Sorry. I will wrap this up soon, but I just got a cool message from Ella, Ella Power. She said, just four girls manifesting love. Me and my four best girlfriends, all single, decided to try and write lists of things we would want in a man. We sat one evening while wine drunk, shock, (laughs) watching videos on manifesting and wrote our personal lists about qualities we wanted in a man. Less than a year on and we're all in relationships with four amazing boys. So crazy because we never even considered some of these men would be our boyfriends. Personally, mine was a friend I used to live with and we always had a connection that we both acknowledged and now we're dating and he's honestly my dream man. It's just crazy that we're all so, so single and then suddenly all found ourselves in these relationships. So I think that's cool. Like you can learn more about how to manifest certain things, but I've definitely read that for relationships, like writing down qualities is super helpful and a good way to manifest that dream man's. And at the same time, you write it, you fold up the list you put it somewhere special and you like just believe that it will happen and you keep going on with your life like you don't 
worry about it and you're not like oh my god it's been two months it hasn't happened like just you just have to trust that it's going to happen for you when it's going to happen you know whoa okay I'm getting a lot of cool stories okay this is from Hannah McIntosh um I'm not really sure if it would qualify as manifesting but I used to be a competitive athlete and I have a story about positive energy I was racing in Europe and my boyfriend was home in Canada. I was at the world championships and was so nervous for this race. It was televised and my boyfriend was too nervous to watch. He knew what time the race was, so during that time, he sat in silence and imagined himself sending me all his energy. It sounds so stupid, but I could feel it. After the race, which I meddled in, his body cramped up and he couldn't move his arms. He compared it to the pain he would feel after a race himself. He didn't tell me about this until I mentioned the weird energy I felt during the race. So wild. Not really manifesting, but definitely the use of positive energy. That is so cool. That's so fucking powerful, dude. Also, your boyfriend is amazing. That literally, like, makes me want to cry because, like, he obviously loves you so much and he was sending you all, like, oh my god. That is so cool, dude. And I totally believe it. Like, 1000% believe it. Like, that's people say, you know, prayers are real. It's totally real. You're sending your energy and your vibes and your love and your blessings to someone like they're going to feel it. They're going to feel it. Wow. That's so cool. That is literally so cool. Okay. I think I should end this episode because it has been long, but I am really excited about this topic. As you guys can tell, um, I'm really enjoying learning more about it. I have found the things that I like to kind of self-educate myself on most or that I just am naturally drawn to are these kind of like spiritual uh, topics partially probably because of how I was raised but like I love astrology I really like um like I was learning about human design and I was learning about um you know enneagrams and life path numbers and I'm into psychics and like all these things so I feel like learning about manifestation has been really interesting to me and I just want to reiterate like this concept does not have to feel woo-woo or spiritual for you. It can just literally be so, like, firmly rooted in reality and so, like, simple. Like, it doesn't have to be something that's so complex. But just, like, the the root of it is working through your shit, <laughs> becoming your best self that you possibly can be, which obviously is a long journey, and just believing in the core of your being that you deserve the life that you want. You have to believe it. You have to feel like you deserve it or you're not going to get it because, you know, you again, you accept the love you you think you deserve. You accept the life you think you deserve. So you just got to you just got to keep working at it. And again, it's going to it's going to be much harder for some people than others. But I still think it's totally worth it. And also, like, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? There's nothing to lose. Like, all this can be done in your mind or with a piece of paper and a pencil or on the notes app on your phone. Like, there's so many free resources to learn about it and you have you have nothing to lose. There's nothing to lose. So, I just am really pumped about it and I will keep you guys updated on, you know, all this shiz. And I'm going to be making a, like, vision board or mood board because um, I think that is, like, I'm very visual and I have heard that that's a great way to kind of manifest things like I have a Pinterest obviously which is basically my huge mood board but I want to like print stuff out and make kind of a collage um so I'll be like sharing that with you guys on Instagram or YouTube or whatever I'm not sure yet yeah just sending you guys so much love and I hope this episode was fun and helpful or I hope that it opened your eyes to like a new concept um and yeah I just always want the best for you guys I just really want the best for you I hope like I believe 1000% that you all deserve everything that you want 
And it's so much easier to believe it for someone else, which actually really quick, this is a point I wanted to make, just remembered. Um, something that I kind of thought about when I was started learning about this is that I've noticed and like I've heard it so many times that when parents have kids, that is what like wakes them up to start becoming their like best self or do like the shitty self work. Well, I heard like, oh, I wanted to go to therapy before I have kids to work through like work through and unlearn things that I learned growing up or like so I'm not a mom like my mom like I wanted to go to therapy so I could be a better mom or whatever whatever that may be it's like so much easier to do this self-work when you're doing it for someone else you know like you're like oh I'm gonna do this for my kid so if that helps you to do this like that's great that's so great or for me like doing it for your future kids like you want to be your best self for them so you can give them the best life possible but at the same time like do it for yourself, you know, do it for yourself and you're going to help so many people around you. Once you do the work on yourself and once you keep doing it, it's not like it just stops. You have to do it your whole life. Once you keep doing this work and like constantly improving and constantly just dreaming big and like being introspective and all that, doing all the work, then you're just going to be helping everyone else. You can only like doing the work for yourself is only going to help others more. Like you're only going to be better for other people once you're better for yourself. Does that make sense? So anyway, I just wanted to mention that, but I hope that you realize that you are enough and you are worthy and you are completely deserving of everything um, that you want. Because I, I do believe that. Everything that you want, even if it seems crazy, if you really want it, and this obviously this topic could it, it's it's like a, a lifelong thing you study there's a zillion books there's a zillion podcasts there's a zillion you know things to listen to so this is just like literally touching on it from someone who's been only learning about it for like not that long so keep that in mind again make your own opinions form your own opinions form your own beliefs but i hope this was insightful and fun and yeah we'll all be living our best freaking lives in no time, I hope. <laughs> okay, love you guys so much. Sending you lots and lots of love on this Wednesday. Um, hope you're doing something fun or, you know, taking care of yourself. And I will talk to you guys next week. Um, don't forget to leave me a review or rating if you liked the episode. Um, don't forget to follow the Instagram, Acting My Age Podcast, so you can be involved in the conversation. We're going to be talking all about this episode on the Instagram, so make sure you're there so you don't miss it. Yeah, love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to Acting My Age with me, Rohini Elise. See you next week.